Now back to Levac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. I like she said now back to like she never left. Like she's been listening on the iHeart app all night. If you are listening, you heard that promo. Maybe she got confused. Ah, uh, could be. Um, <laughs> so best two, weekend ever. She's best week. I know it's so funny. I do get that once in a while. We were like, man, you must hate, hate that. Like these teams are all going well for guys. Like he, you know, he, his Buccaneers got a Super Bowl a little while ago. They're playing well right now. I'm like, dude, it's so rare that his teams play well. <laughs> I'm, I feel good for him. I do. I wish my teams were playing well at the same time, but you know. I'm a Raiders fan, so I have to live with what I have to live with. Uh, speaking of living with, Monday Night Football, doubleheader. I've heard so many people make the same complaint you made about two games going on at the same time. Good. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to elaborate. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's – I guess it's not a big deal to me because I, 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 I big screen, small screen. You know what I mean? Like I already, I already do that. And like as soon as the team a, a game starts going downhill or something happens and I don't feel like watching anymore, I either go to the other game or I go to I go to red red zone or uh, you know if 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 the kids are home maybe they like talk me into a movie. May have watched Vacation and Friends two after a certain knee injury last night. Might have been like, yep, done. I'm good with football for the night now. Um, but no, it I, it didn't bother me as much as about a lot of people. But what did bother me is both the games were not good. Um, I I did become the um, resident expert on Derek Carr, much like I was most of the spring and summer on Antonio Brown, where my phone was always going off. Like, what happened with Antonio Brown? Like, even when we went to Cage Wars, um, our, our guy Al was like, hey, I'm not going to ask you about Antonio Brown. I'm like, oh, you'd be the only one. He goes, okay, well, then, so what happened? <laughs> um, last night, I'm just getting, like, friends who like the Saints, friends who were just watching football. I was like, has Derek Carr always been this frustrating? Not always. Ever since he broke his leg, yes. Um, he, he forces plays. He he thinks he's a more gifted athlete than he is. Uh, he does not play within himself. He he is a he is one of the hero ball guys, and you're starting to see it more and more now that he's with a, a very good defense in the Saints. I think he's still more than good enough for the New Orleans Saints to go deep into the playoffs. I've got a lot of questions about how good the Saints defense is because they've looked really good the last two weeks. Shout out to our guy, Robert. I know he loves the Saints. Maybe we'll hear from him today. It's a packed show. But that was horrendous football in both games last mm-hmm. night. You mentioned Carr. I almost texted you about Carr. I almost was added to that list of what in the world is <laughs> he doing? And with Jameis Winston... I feel like I've become a big Winston guy in 2023 post-Buccaneer, but there's videos of him shaking everybody's hand from the players to the managers to the security guards. He's being a leader, hyping everybody up, where it's like, ooh, like is Winston getting in tonight? What, what's going on with Jameis Winston? Carr was oh, no, terrible. No, Winston loves where he is right now because there's no pressure. Like It's like one of those old and living color things where, you know, uh, I can't remember which one his brothers, sitting at the end of the bench, and then um, uh, Martin did it too. That the there, there's That's been a bit. Like, to be the extra guy, the whatever. There's no pressure. Meeting popcorn, chilling out, having a good time. I don't need to worry. You go worry, but don't call me in. No, Jameis Winston has found his role. The Saints are really bad. I declared on X oh, last night. How dare you? Wait, he was that good? He was stunk. He's terrible. They won. Carolina's worse. Carolina's you terrible. You were telling me all weekend yeah. Carolina was the play of the week and, and- that Carolina is going to go out there and handle their business, and you're going to take the lead in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. I wanted out six plays into that game. 
I almost called and said, can I get a, a refund? Luckily, um, uh, I may or may not on a certain app bought the hook for three and a half, but that doesn't matter because I did not win the C4. Carolina had opportunity after opportunity. I want to say, this is what I say, to Who's win the... Who's leading C4? You are. You, you are winning. That would have put me in the lead last Two night. weeks in a row, baby. Just go. Just going. Carolina had multiple opportunities to win the game last night, but I wasn't even going to go that far. To get a first down, to have a productive offense, to not embarrass themselves on national television. <laughs> that offense, I'm trying to think back. I know the Giants had some rough stretches of offense for a while. I'm sure whatever your favorite team is, you listening, you can remember your worst offenses. If that's what Carolina's putting on the field this season, they might be getting the number one pick again. That was embarrassing. Bryce Young looked like a toddler. He can't move the ball. They don't have any wide receivers. They got no running backs. That's a bad team. New Orleans should not be bragging about that victory last night because they got a lot of issues. I declared on Twitter that the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC South. I still believe it. After but, last night's performance, the Bucs are the best team. I want to go wager on the Bucs to win that division. Saints the worst 2-0 team in football? Yes. Hmm. I don't even know if it's... Uh, I was going to say Washington, but Washington's impressed me more than New Orleans has. It's funny because they both... I, I could draw correlations between the two and all these things. Like, like New Orleans is the far more talented team who plays beneath their means. Meanwhile, Washington is the defense is star-studded. There's offensive weapons. Uh, you know, Sam Howell will figure out what he is as he goes. They just they just want to fight. They just want to fight, and they're going to fight the whole game, which is fun to watch. But uh, Saints do win. They did win the game. So, you know, they are 2-0. Derek Carr leading a 2-0 team. And and then there was, like, I this is, this, there are nights that games... Even between rivals and, you know, obviously the Steelers are one of the most popular teams in the country. I think one of our big bosses is here today, and he just kept rambling on being a Steelers fan. I was just like, geez, just tell me again how you just don't like talking to people because you're Steelers. <laughs> Break out your terrible hanky. Um, you know, all these reasons that this should have been a very entertaining game. But let's be honest. The second Nick Chubb's knee bent the wrong way, that game – was never it was no longer about the game like obviously if you had a wager on it if you are a Steelers fan you want to get that W if you're if you're a Browns fan the only thing people really care about from that game at this point is how badly injured is Nick Chubb because it looked terrible and they didn't show it on TV you had to go find it or if you were me wait for the 75 different text messages that had the video in it um and, and and I wanted to see it. I'm not gonna lie. I was I'm, I was curious. I I'll never look at it again. I saw it once. I don't need to see it again. It was horrible. The worst part about that, I did the same thing you did, but I would like search out the video. I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. I found a worse one. I found. <laughs> oh no, this one looks worse. Oh. I became that person, like trying to find the worst angle of it. And I'll even take it one sh- step further there. Look back about the Cleveland and the game last night. Not only was the game over when Chubb got hurt, Cleveland Browns playoff chances done over. Well, Ford looked good though. I don't know if he can consistently be the guy in the backfield and maybe he can prove me wrong. I know there's rumors flying around today about other running backs, potentially Cleveland reaching out to. I don't well, have that type of faith in Cleveland that fast because there was a lot of other offensive issues. Pittsburgh's defense dominated and put up some monster points. One of the best performances of fantasy football and involving skill got yeah. anywhere between 26 and 40, depending on how your league scores for that defense for the Steelers. Well, and let, let's, I guess the reason I said Ford is, is okay is, 
I don't see this being the Cleveland team. If you remember, we did we did two separate picks. We did our early pick, and then we picked again for the season. Um, in the early pick, I thought Cleveland could go ahead and take the North. I think Cleveland could take the North if Watson starts playing like the Deshaun Watson, who was a pro bowler in Houston. Right now, he's pedestrian at best. Like Everybody's freaking out about Carr. I think Carr gives me a better chance to win right now than the way Watson's playing. And that shouldn't be the case. Watson, you sniffed it out. I sniffed it out. A lot of fans did. The problem with Deshaun Watson, he has been a number. like massage oil all the time. It's weird. He was the number one, number two quarterback recruit in the country out of high school. He was the number one, number two quarterback prospect out of college. He got a $200-plus million deal. If you think back, what Watson did for the Houston Texan franchise is incredibly impressive because the Texans have been a mess of a franchise. He basically took two years off, one because of the weight and whether or not he'd be suspended, if whether or not he wanted out of Houston, then the actual suspension, two years off away from football. A lot can happen physically, mentally, the game. He's just not the same player he was when he was helping almost the Houston Texans get to a Super Bowl. I don't think we'll ever see like the Deshaun Watson prime is gone. It's done. Like his career took a different way, and Cleveland thought, "Hey, we're gonna get him now when he's the Deshaun Watson of two years ago." No, like he's he's not, and that's why I doubt Ford right now because Cleveland's got to rely on what they thought would be the best quarterback in the NFL with the way his career is going right now. He's not. He's not. Like Miles Garrett's the best defensive player. He's in that conversation. Him and T.J. Watt both on the field and in the AFC North, but I don't buy anything in Cleveland now. That's a huge injury for Nick Chubb, one of the most consistent running backs in the NFL. And Pittsburgh Steeler fan, the offense has a ways to go. Like I feel like I'm trashing everybody, but everyone deserves to get trashed after last night's Monday Night Game. Kenny Pickett, boy, I'm going to steal a take from Sir Burt on X. A lot of X shoutouts are coming today. I can feel it because it's an active day. Remember Trent Edwards, LeVac? Remember yeah, Trent? Yep. Why is Kenny Pickett any different than Trent Edwards? Bill fan, I think you might like that comparison because that's basically what he is right now. He's like maybe a backup, but drafted too high and... Not really another option, so we're going to roll. He's not great. Not great. Trent Edwards is, like, forgotten. Like, he's just he's just glossed over in the in the, in the the books. Like, you don't even see him anymore. Um, it, you know, it's, it's weird to me is because of the renegotiation of Patrick Mahomes' contract, I, I think it's kind of lazy to go, like, does that make him the GOAT? Like, you brought this up when, when a couple guys got paid before. Like, does that change what you expect from them or whatever? Like, the Mahomes contract, I now have heard like the debates of, uh, you know, does this, does he have to be better than, than Brady now because he got this? Is it, does this, is, where's this put him and Burrow, blah, blah, and the, the back and forth? And I just like, I felt like it should be one of those things like, like a poll on, on X where it's like, is the Patrick Mahomes deal the better deal? Is the Joe Burrow deal the better deal? Or C, who cares? At least we didn't give $230 million guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and I think the answer is C every time. Because, yeah. I mean, like, like, you look at these contracts, and, of course, like, it, it's it's predicted. You know, it's not – this isn't new. It's not like we – this is a, a new thing where all of a sudden one guy resets the market and then all of a sudden we – you know, these new contracts come out. This is this is what happens in the NFL. But, like, the the quarterback deals right now, Josh Allen up are 230, 230, 258, 450, 230, 260, 262, 5, 275. 
like I'm looking at this list right now, the guys who uh, who all just got paid, and I could make an argument for most of them, right? Like as I look up and down the list, like Joe Burrow, I don't think Joe Burrow is healthy right now. I think there's something wrong with Joe Burrow, whether it's the calf, whether it's the knee, whether it's a, I believe at some point Joe Burrow will get back to looking like a guy who you know should be paid like the top of his craft. Justin Herbert. I'm not as big on Herbert as you are, but you can that that dude's arm talent is different and I think when he gets the right coach, he could be special. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Like what like we're good. Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl quarterback. Russell Wilson, you were desperate. But he flashed it a little bit this week. Yeah. Super Bowl winning quarterback, still got a few good years left and, and desperate's the right word. Denver needed him badly. Kyler Murray, you were stupid. That's a bad contract. 230 million. 103 fully guaranteed. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 230 million, 46 a year. And by the way, remember when you did it, he couldn't even play for the majority of the first year. So, so you gave him 46 million, not a signing bonus. You paid him a year to not play on this deal. And so far, it looks like he was better when he wasn't playing. And the other part about that contract, which is a huge deal, is they just didn't want Baker anymore. Even though Baker got them a playoff win, even though Baker Mayfield, it's not even a question. He's been the best quarterback for the Cleveland Browns since they came back in 1999. That jersey, it's always famous. Baker's been the best. Baker won a playoff game. Baker could have got the contract. Baker got hurt in that final year, didn't play well, and the rest of his history goes to Carolina now with Tampa. You thought Watson was going to put you as a Super Bowl team. It hasn't happened yet. May never happen. Baker Mayfield is $4 million. Um, and then of the, the $200 million men and up, 258 Josh Allen, I think you saw what Josh Allen should be and can be last week. He does that, no complaints. And then, you know, 450 for for Mahomes. <laughs> and 450. 450, and then remember, it's been reworked, so he's going to get like 260 of that over the next four years. He's, he's going to get 52, and, 52 plus a year for the next four years, his average salary. Good, and... and Honestly, probably the easiest one to justify of the whole list is right there. But, but the original point is Deshaun Watson. Like he, if he goes out and looks anything like he looked when he was at Houston Pro Bowl, like when Bill O'Brien was just coaching and wasn't putting the talent around him too, you're not going to be mad at that contract. You're going to be okay with it, and they're going to go far with Ford or whoever. Next week, we got a doubleheader again. We've got Rams and Bengals. We've got Buccaneers and Eagles. I don't care if you root for those four teams or you root against those four teams. Can we all make a promise together? LeVac, you, me, you listening right now. Let's all hope for one thing. That by the time we're talking on a Tuesday like we are today, a devastating, horrible injury is not the talk of Monday Night Football. Do you know the last four? The last four Monday Night Football games. Okay. Kyler Murray, torn ACL. Okay. Next game, DeMar Hamlin collapses on the field. Okay. Next Monday night football game, Aaron Rodgers torn Achilles. Okay. Last night, Nick Chubb. Wow, I didn't put that together. Last four Monday night football games, and then those four things. Well, then what are we doing worrying about turf? No more Monday night football. Get it off. It's over. Get Aikman out. Get Joe Buck out. Pick a different day. Out of here. (laughs) So we'll be ready for... Monday Night Football talk, both Monday and Tuesday for you. Yeah, two games again, 7-15 and 8-15, and uh, both in the same family networks. Uh, LeVac and Gaz, we are, um, we're, we're 
in studio. We're in the uh, GT Toys, Toys with a Z Studios. Of course, uh, if you do want to reach out, it's the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Uh, we, I'm not going to give you the number because I'm just, I'm, I don't have it pulled up. 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. If you want to talk about horrible injuries. Actually, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. If you want to talk yeah. about your NFL team today, the phone lines are still open to you. Um, I will. I do want to talk about if every once in a while, I feel like Aaron Rodgers might be right about the whole speaking positivity into the universe, which is hard to say considering that we just talked about him rupturing his Achilles. I think I spoke some positivity out into the universe, like I normally do when I talk about our friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet. When I talk about Mohawk Chevrolet, it's positivity. I love my friends over in the service department. I love Steve and everybody over in sales, at Katie and, and, and Travis, the GM, and of course, Derek, my buddy who helped me get ScarJo, my, my beloved Silverado. I, I just, great times every time I go, Andy Gelcher, everybody over there. It's funny that I spend more time talking about the people at Mohawk Chevrolet than the vehicles and the deals because those people will make sure you get the right vehicle and the right deal for you, whether it be a Trailblazer, a Blazer. Uh, the, the, the Traverse is there now. It looks awesome. Um, I saw, I've seen everything from, from the EV vehicles to the trucks to everything. Whatever you're looking for is there. And on the very small off chance it's not, you can use Car Bravo to find the exact vehicle you're looking for. So do what I did. Find new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Let's talk a little baseball. Coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. You've decided that your marriage is over. Now you must protect what's important to you. Let the compassionate and experienced team at the Caldwell Law Group protect and defend your parental rights and assets. Visit caldwell-law.com for information. The annoying runny nose, the constant sneezing, the itchiness, and battle just to catch your breath. If you suffer from seasonal allergies, sinusitis, or nagging sinus congestion, there's a natural, easy-to-use solution that can help provide fast, drug-free relief. It's called Navage, and it uses powered suction to rinse your nasal passages in seconds. Millions of people use Navage daily to help provide relief from seasonal allergies and sinus congestion. Medications treat the symptoms, but Navage treats the problem at the source, flushing out the allergens and pollen trapped in your nose. Navage also helps wash out airborne bacteria, dust, dirt, and viruses quickly and painlessly so you can get back to breathing clearly again. Say goodbye to sinus suffering and hello to better breathing with Navage. Navage is available at Walmart, Walgreens, Target, CVS, Rite Aid, and online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. 
for the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns. The knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Waterwheel Village reminds you that this back-to-school season, more than ever before, your children could use your support and active involvement. During these trying times that has affected the education process significantly, your child benefits from your continued participation greatly, and it can only enhance their overall success in school. Make this school year at home, online, or in the classroom one to remember with fond memories. Waterwheel Village, 2259 Route 29, Galway. Visit their historic country store, 518-882-9576. Waterwheelvillage.com, offering four flavors of fresh cheese curds. Back to school means back to early bedtimes. But I'm not tired. Fortunately, there's Pure Z's Kids, mindfully formulated to help your child fall asleep naturally when needed. Pure Z's Kids products are non-habit-forming, drug-free, and available in liquid, chewable tablets and gummies. Give them the rest to be their best. Bye, Mom! Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up. Explore all Pure Z's Kids products at zquill.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now back to Levac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You know, it's, it's, um, it's nice when you're on your home for Boston Red Sox baseball and you make the plea for them to do something like just like the stick guy with the you know, draw the stick figure with the <laughs> stick poking the other thing. Do something. You got swept by the Blue Jays. That doesn't help me. And then they go out there and they beat former Yankee, current Ranger, Jordan Montgomery, and the Texas Rangers 4-2. That's right. The uh, filthy Red Sox went out there and did something good for me. And I'm happy. Happy with you. I'm proud of you. Four-game skid snapped. Now go out there and do it again because the Yankees are taking on the Blue Jays. And I don't need both of them to suck. Wouldn't hate it, but if the Rangers and the Blue Jays suck, the chances of the Yankees getting into the postseason become that much greater. This feels very much like DJ Khaled. Another Scr- one! Another one! And then tomorrow, a 2.05 start. Red Sox. Oh, Another yeah. one! Just keep on. winning. Just keep winning. Look at that other kid's movie reference reference in this show. Good for me. But that's all I asked. I don't think I ask a lot. I just, I want, uh, I want, I just... I want the Red Sox to win games now that they are, you know, inconsequential to me. Uh, for me, you know, as a Yankee fan, go out there and handle your business. I wanted to phrase this dance. That's a big win for Boston. And I guess it sort of is because it is keeps it? the season alive. The better way to phrase it is Texas has to figure this thing out. Like Texas is in far more of a freak out. Oh, my God, what's going on? Why is this happening? This is not how it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be the Yankees and Red Sox firmly battling for the AL East or a wild card spot while Texas is the team that's supposed to be struggling. I get that the Rangers were super aggressive in the offseason, a la Yankees and Red Sox teams of the past, but eh, I feel kind of confident in Texas. If I had to pick the playoff teams right now, LeVac, really? You suck. I, I would pick Texas, Toronto, and Tampa, although... The Seattle Mariners are tied for that. I don't believe the Mariners. They ended that streak last year. I can't make a case besides Julio Rodriguez is awesome that Seattle's better than those te- teams, three teams, excuse me, above them. If if injuries don't strike, 
the Rangers starting pitching could have been Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery, Nathan Ivaldi as your as your as your top four. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Like that's filthy. And then of course, obviously DeGrom gets hurt. Uh Scherzer's hurt. There's a chance he could pitch at some point in the postseason. Maybe, maybe not. He's he's kind of a madman. I could see him finding a way to get out there, you know, late in the first you know, divisional round, something like that. But like, man, just take him down. And, and, and your confidence in the Rangers, uncalled for. Okay? Uncalled for? What do you mean? It's, like, listen, why? Your team is already locked up in the postseason, yeah. and you get a certain arrogance to you. Oh, since that that happened, like we're uh, the the the. The corporate team of iHeart is in town today, and I didn't have to go to the meeting this morning. But I'm trying. I'm trying something new. Did you see where I sat, by the way? Oh my god! Just right, like, like if if one chair was labeled "Kiss Up Central," that's where that's where old Gazi Bear, that's Tommy Corporate, was right there, sandwiched in between the bosses. Oh my god! My and big shoulders, like I could have sat anywhere. One boss to my left, one boss to the right. There I am sandwiched in between. I'm laughing hard at all their jokes. Good one, boss. There's a point where the one guy says that he's an Orioles fan. Your boy, Gaz, everyone, started purring like a cat and rubbing on him. Like, sigh, like his shoulder. Like, me, me too, Dan. Dan, you're so handsome and smart about baseball. Oh, it was sad. It was sickening. It was sickening. And I kept my mouth shut. I was a good boy because, again, I'm still new here. I don't really know what's going on. I got other stuff I'm working on, but, you know. A certain like radio host up. showed up a half hour late to the meeting. Want to set the tone like a college kid on the first day of school. We won't say that radio host name showed up a half hour late. Had a convenient interview. Well, there was two of them, Quinn and Cantor. <laughs> they both did. But you know what was pretty baller about that? Is their boss was in there. And their boss was like, they're going to be late. They have an interview they're doing. And, they're, and, then, and then their boss kind of stuck it to them later. Because those guys did. They came in. They were very quiet. They got in quietly, sat down. And you know me, I fight the power. Those guys are more powerful than I am in this company right at this exact moment in time. Uh, they, you know, they sat down quietly. They were, their boss was like, hey, can we get all this meeting on, um, can you email it all to us? So I don't want these guys to miss it. I don't want them to screw up and miss it. And I was like, yeah, this, it was an evil meeting. But again, you're in there, and the one boss is like, yeah, I'm an Orioles fan. And guy's like, oh, you know, I'm a dude. I got so high. <laughs> can we be best friends? I we best friends. And I'm just sitting here going, dude, my Yankees aren't in yet. I don't want to hear. The other guy's a Pittsburgh-type fan or something. Yeah, he's know. from Scranton. Is that Scranton, Pennsylvania? Yeah. That, right. Home of Jerry McNamara, though, my favorite athlete. So yeah. good one, just, boss. Another good one. It was disgusting. It was it was disgusting. But again, your team is in. Okay, so calm down. You don't even get, I don't want to, your opinion is irrelevant at this point. Your team's in. Go take October. And that's the other thing guys did today. Guys, how long has it been since you've been able to cheer for the Orioles? As a legit postseason contender. More than five years. Six, seven years. 2016. Seven years. Goss comes in today and goes, that Take October shirt is $50. If you paid $10 a year for shirts, you would, you'd have more, you'd already have more than enough. You, you're, when's the next time you're going to get the opportunity? I got two issues with that shirt that's $50. If people had to go through this, if like Red Sox and Yankee fan and yeah, Met fan, they're, they're, not they're that expensive? Yeah. Here's my two issues with the shirt. One. If that parlay had hit last night, thank you very uh, much, Carolina. You would have been paying. I thought you for did the that shirt. parlay for charity. I I put it into. All, okay, right. all right, I did it, and I doubled down. I took your advice from last week when you did that for a game where you had a great week one, and you decided to put it all on the Giants. 
That right. wasn't advice. That was a cautionary tale. Oh. I lost that money. Oh. Well, I took your cautionary tale. And, <laughs> and you flipped it. And flipped it and thought, anyways, they were supposed to pay for that shirt. And then second of all, and this one's on Rob Manfred. I'm going right to the boss here. He's not my boss. If you're going to tell me to use the promo code GLOVE25 for 25% off my order, which I felt great about, I have to use it for the playoff gear. Don't try to bait me in with your promo code and then tell me I can't use it because I'm pretty sure I was doing it the right way and it wasn't working. There's no way you were doing it the right way. There's not a chance in hell you were doing it the right way. You are the I most typed awful. it in. I yeah. typed in glove 25 where it said promo code. Did you read like what the rules were? Like you had to spend a certain amount or it said limited time only, can't use it on limited gear, which oh. I guess this is limited. Yeah. It's extremely limited. It's celebrating the Baltimore Orioles being in the postseason. You can't spend fifty bucks on one T-shirt, just one. Fifty dollars for a T-shirt? Are you kidding me? It's for history. I have a defend the Bronx one. I think that was like forty-five. I almost spent eighty-five dollars on the hoodie though, because it looked awesome. And I think you have to defend the Bronx hoodie because the hoodies look. Great. I have the T-shirt. I have the hoodie. I have, oh, I have multiple. I have multiple Yankees hoodies, but not that one. I might spend it depending well, on how this parlay goes this week. I mean, that's a lot more fabric for thirty-five bucks. Now here's what you gotta ask yourself: What size are you gonna go? Are you gonna go cushy? Are you can go three X's? Are you gonna? Oh no, gonna, no, 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 are no! Are you trying to stuff yourself into a two X? Listen, I had this conversation with my wife yesterday. Wait, he, your wife is on you to start wearing no size no, appropriate no. clothes? Again? No, I told her. I said I had a, some issues with the pricing of the website. I can told her what I was doing. I told her the Panthers are gonna pay for it. I haven't told her they lost yet. She went to sleep early. My size is an XLT. No, okay, not. it's no, an it's extra large tall. No, it's not because I'm six two. 28-inch legs. It's an XLT. It used to be. No, it is. It used to be an XLT. You have done what all men do. And while your wife was pregnant, you put on baby weight with her. You did it. It was COVID, and I feel great. I look great right now. Great big. It's an XLT. Two XLT, maybe. No way. Two XLT, maybe. Maybe. And look, there's nothing wrong. With a dude with shoulders like yours wearing a 2X, it's okay. And, and listen, everyone, I'm fat. I'm way fatter than guys. That's not what I'm saying. I I have to wear more Xs than guys. But I'm telling you right now, if you spend $50 on a T-shirt, you try to cram yourself into a 2X, you're going to be very upset with your life. No, XLT. And I'm now, not getting it now. You don't wear XLT. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Every T- shirt Text ever- my wife right now. You what's, ask her. What's that shirt right there that you're wearing This right is now? a 2X. Is that an XLT? Is that what I'm seeing now? They didn't have that available in the weird way I bought is, this shirt. All right, I will give you that because I can down an X with a T. If you add the T, you can down an X. I bought this shirt in what I still believe wasn't actually a Heisman Trophy person selling this polo. They rented out a room at the hotel and then like secretly walked yeah. in and said, like, hey, if anyone wants that official Heisman Trophy gear you've been asking about, it's now available in floor 19. I'm like... I've covered this event for eight years. You're looking to lose a kidney. And nobody said that before. And it's during like the year after COVID. And I went to this room that just had like a sign that said Heisman gear that looked like it was done with crayon. I don't know what this is made of is what I'm getting at. And I don't. Oh, Anyways. so the size is off because it's knockoff shirt. It, it could be an XL in my mind. It's in your mind. Uh, so let's put it like this. Our friends at Claim to Fame, when we were hanging out with them over at uh, Recovery Sports Grill, they they looked at me and they went, hey, you, you want to do like a weight loss cha- uh, challenge? And I'm like, yeah. And then they looked at Gaz and they're like, do you want And like, Gaz's eyes, like, you saw Gaz's soul die behind his eyes when they looked at him and went, do you want in? 
And it's, dude, it's all right. You're, you know, you're in your thirties now. You got the two and the, and everybody knows when you got toddlers, you eat like a toddler. You're eating, you know, I eat great. You eat, you've never eat eaten great. great. You have never eaten great. Ask as long as I've I, known you. Ask me what I had today for food. I know what you've had today, and this is not good either. Go ahead. What is it? What did you have today? Two bananas. Yep. Okay. That was my breakfast. I had two bananas, one sausage, no bread, and I had two protein packs. Okay. By protein pack, it's like the actual protein pack. Like What'd a, you have for lunch? That was my that was my lunch. It's the protein packs. Mm. What'd you have for lunch yesterday? Uh protein packs as well. You, you now I did have the people um, at Chipotle know you by name. <laughs> I had an appetizer, and then a second appetizer, and then a meal for dinner. So I'm going on what I consider to be intermittent fasting, which I've invented. I've decided that the best way to lose weight, and this is I'm not a doctor, but this is what I've decided, is to have a small breakfast, a small, weird lunch, and then you're really hungry at dinner, and then you just eat until you're full, and you complain to your wife that you ate too much, and then you do it the next day. That's so wait, my you style eat, that's you working. Eat, you eat the most at dinner time? That's just science. Right before you go to bed? Yes, because you're hungry. No. If you were going to do this, you if the way you're talking about eating, you got to flip it. The old saying is you eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. Pauper? Yeah, poor person. Oh, okay. I never heard, I've never heard this it. expression before. Yeah, and like no carbs after, you know, five or six, depending upon your schedule. That's dumb. Where's saying. popcorn? Because I'm a big popcorn guy. <laughs> big, I'm a big candy corn guy. Um... I, I, like That's pop, a snack, it right? Popcorn, pop- it depends what you put on it. Ooh. Tons of butter and salt. It's bad for you. And listen, nobody's got better weight loss advice than fat people. Like as a, as a fat person, if you ever want great diet advice, ask somebody who looks like they've never taken a diet in their life. Because we are the ones who know all of it. I know what you should do. I just don't do it. I'm telling you, I almost want to do a weight loss challenge with you because even though I have far more to lose than you do, I will beat your ass because I'm not in denial. Listen. If we ever did a weight loss challenge, yeah, I would win running away. No, you wouldn't because you don't think you're listen, fat. Not against you. I'm calling anybody out in this building. <laughs> I would listen. There, I would smoke only, anybody. I, I would. I would put. Who's the skinniest person? We in this would have building? to do a fitness challenge because the rest of the people in this building aren't. There's a couple people who are. We got a lot of skinny. Why aren't? Why are salespeople so skinny? Does that mean they're not good at their job? Let's say, I mean they can't afford to eat. Let's just assume Jake Marcus. I'm just picking him because he's, he's a former like Division the One guy, athlete. Yeah, the, the former Division One lacrosse player um, who's in his 20s and I'd in beat great him. shape. I'd beat you him. would not beat him. Listen, Levac, here's here's what you and I have an advantage of, which you don't realize. And you listening right now probably have the same advantage. There are certain sets of skills that we have. You just said yours. Like, you know, unlike some people, maybe like offensive linemen who don't do it, you and I could shred weight like crazy. Like, I could be Ali Marpet. I did it. I've done it multiple times. You I look great for my, you. my wedding. I look great for my wedding. You look sickly at your wedding. Okay. That's, I would have won that challenge, by the way. Yeah, but, well, Biggest no. loser people don't look great at the end. Okay. But if you're going to go against somebody who's already in shape and be in better shape than you were, like, you have to, there, we would have to put some kind of way where he could win. So it would have to be like against me is tough, but yes, go on. I know no, what you I'm mean. saying like if like if we all if if everybody in this building right now and we just did it by loss of weight, I have the most pounds to lose. I'm the fatty. So it's got to be like biggest loser, like percentage of body or whatever. Well, and there has to be like a there would have to be like appearance too. Like you'd have to factor in who went who made the best improvement in their appearance too. You'd have to add in all these things. 
I would win by a lot. But you now, with, not only would I win, I would you destroy the field. Beating Jake. I would kill Jake. He would be crushed and he would be There's, embarrassed. There is not a universe we live in that in the next like year you look better with your shirt off than Jake does. Twelve months? Yes. If we get a sponsor to do this, and if you know somebody, if you're a trainer, and we're not begging for this. Jake's a salesperson. Call him in. We'll tell, I'm sure Jake can... has got many a meeting with the, the corporate people who look. I, by the way, all the corporate bosses, all in great shape and all very smart. Too bad sucking up doesn't burn calories. You'd be a, you'd be an Olympic athlete Here's right what I'll now. do. I will wear the shirt. I'm not paying 50 bucks for this shirt. I but if they what, bring down the price, and the if, hoodies are affordable. What, I'll, I'll make you a deal yeah, right okay, now. Okay. Admit that you wear a 3X, I'll buy you the shirt. Not a chance in the world. If you admit you wear a 3X in that shirt, I'll buy it. Nope. I'll pay for it myself. Not I'll do doing it. it. I'll do it right now. I don't. I don't. I'm an right. XLT. Okay. Maybe Good. a 2X. <laughs> Depending on what I ate today for dinner. Do they offer the talls? In yes. That? Okay. They offer the If you the at talls. least admit that you're a 2XLT, I'll pay for half of it. I, I mean, I do own one of those shirts. I didn't order that shirt for me, though. <laughs> So that's a half admission. So you're paying for a quarter of it. You're, you're then mowing me $12. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. Not begging for money, but my Venmo is very similar to my Twitter podcast audience. Let's get Goss uh, his playoff wanna, shirt. If you want to give money to a fat guy who knows he's fat, Jeff Dash LeVac on Venmo. Um, all right. So that's baseball for you, Susan. <laughs> All right, let's do this. There's some bad boys uh, acting up in the world of the NFL. We're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> but first, I want to tell you about our friends over at C4 Energy. Pre-workout. Great pre-workout. I feel great. I don't feel sluggish. I don't feel tired. I've got energy. I got here very early today again because I wanted to make sure my bosses knew that I was here early. And I got my day started with another blood orange, a.k.a. blood different, a.k.a. body different by guys. I can see the modeling right now. I can see it. Body different by guys. C4 will get me there. It tastes great. I've got the energy I need. You don't have that weird aftertaste. You don't have those weird feelings that some energy drinks or maybe too much coffee will give you. I've learned that too much creamer and coffee is bad for you. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's why you should drink C4. That's more science Sugar for me. Sugar-free. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, too. I tricked them, right? So C4, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, it's like basically a pre-workout pickup. You know, it gets you fired up for your workout. I drink them. I don't even go work out afterwards. Ooh. <laughs> not going to tell me what to do. Just because I love the taste of C4 doesn't mean I'm going to go work out afterwards. Get me some Starburst, some Skittles. I will say that. It does actually keep me from eating Starburst and Skittles, which is a big <laughs> win. So run by Stewart's Day. Grab yourself some C4. Um, enjoy it just like we do. It's LeVac and God's Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Fall is just around the corner, and home is the center of it all. At Ashley, seasonal decorating's a breeze with their range of designs and materials. Snuggle up on a family-friendly sectional or an ultra-modern sofa. Or gather outside and enjoy the crisp, cool air with a new fire pit or conversation set. From minor refreshes to total overhauls, Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. Welcome to the future of electric driving, powered by Volkswagen and the all-electric ID4. We're answering all your questions on making the switch to electric, like this one from Anna. Hi, so what are my options for charging at home? Well, Anna, home charging for your ID4 is easier than you might think. One option is a level 2 charger and a 240-volt outlet to plug into. That way you enjoy the convenience of charging while your car is parked at home. Learn more about home charging at VW.com. 
The future of electric driving is here, and the Volkswagen ID.4 is the ultimate zero-direct emission EV choice. It's an SUV designed to deliver style, performance, and functionality with clean aerodynamic lines, plenty of space, and lots of tech features. Plus, it's all electric. Now assembled here in the U.S. in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Test drive one today at your local Volkswagen dealer and help drive us all towards a better future. VW.com. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store reminds you to buy American and support your locally owned small stores. They offer outstanding customer service that only a small business can provide. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store. American-made fine country furniture and gifts. Kugler's Red Barn is family-owned and carries a full selection of bedroom, dining room, kitchen, living room, and family room furniture. 425 Consol Road, Colony. 518-370-2468. Kugler'sRedBarn.com. Stop in for their sales tax rebate sale. Hey, did you know Visaprint prints everything a small business needs? Like if a barbershop needs signage, we print outdoor signs, posters, and banners. Or if a ballet school needs merch, we print tote bags, t-shirts, hoodies, hats. Or if a coffee shop needs a total refresh, Visaprint designs logos and prints it on menus, mugs, paper bags, anything. Because with Visaprint, the printabilities are endless. Print it all with 25% off for new customers with code NEW25 at Vistaprint.com. Hey, it's Levac and Gaz, and I've been I've been trying to live by this like new rule. Like, if there's somebody who's better at something than I am, and the time I can save not doing it, the value all comes together. Then you should just bring in the professional to fix the issue. And when we started working with USX Pest Control, that was the like hammered home to me one million percent. You get the free inspection by going to usxpest.com. Then you've got Tim come through and explain to you what they're going to do, why they're going to do it. Here's how you can see signs of it's working or why it's an issue. Frank comes through and, and just makes sure it keeps working. Uh, USX Pest Control, why would I do something that they're amazing at and they do it at the right price? You're so busy during your day, whether you're dealing with family, whether you're dealing with your job, whether you're dealing with your relative, whatever it is, there's so many things in your day that you might be just taking your eye off your garage, your attic, your basement, places that that corner, whoa. Wait a second. Was that a was, yeah. that, was that a bug? Was that an what insect? Was that noise what? I just heard? Why are things starting to change in my home? Because you just might have forgot. But you have the experts at USX Pest Control that can stop in your home, check all those spots. Tim will come in, tell you what's going on, give you that scout report, give you more information that you might be shocked. Like, wait a second, I've lived in this house for years. How do you know so much about my home? Which is a great thing to have. And then Frank will give you the updates on what's working, what needs an adjustment is more. LeVac and I know from experience they can buy our homes. They can do the same for you this fall. Call them. Get a hold of them. Get that free inspection done so you're safe for the rest of the fall into 2024. USX, USX, It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I was, was listening to the commercials and um, uh, Coogler's Red Barn commercial came up. It's a furniture place. It's over, it's over by my other office over at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. And I was like, he said it different than I said it. I'm always like, have I been saying it wrong? I maybe I, maybe I have. And then I heard him say like console instead of console, and I'm like maybe I'm not saying it wrong. Um, <laughs> we'll check. I don't know if that was voiced by them or our wonderful national production team. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, well, I grew up on console, so of course I would I would be a little more. Yeah, you know, that was, right. And I if that, that means I have to do more work, the, if I'm right and he's wrong, then he was right on all all counts. <laughs> um, we we talked about Chandler Jones yesterday. Don't worry, everybody. Chandler Jones is fine. Okay, we found out, guys, and we were a little nervous about his well-being. He was, you know, all those crazy tweets coming out, all those posts, you know, accusing 
uh, Mark Davis, uh, uh, apparently accusing Mark Davis of, of child molestation, uh, something wrong with the Raiders organization. There's all this stuff going on, and he just wants to play football. He was hacked. He was just oh, hacked. Oh, it was just, oh, 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 right. He was just hacked. <laughs> okay. He did. He, he, yeah. he, he actually uh -huh. he posted out, sorry for the mix-up. I was hacked. Please forgive me. So that's, that came out yesterday. It came out late yesterday. So, everybody, Chandler Jones is fine. He was hacked. Do we have any updates on who hacked him? Was it a was it a group of people? Just one? I have some questions. Wait a second. I believe it was Jandler Jones was the one who did it. <laughs> did. Um, now, how did this hacker get a hold of screenshots on his phone, LeVac? That's odd, no? Hmm. I Well, I mean, that's, listen, you, clearly you've never been hacked before. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot of times I've seen famous people who get hacked. Like, after they post something terrible yeah. they shouldn't do, they get backlash from... <laughs> Um, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, pictures they shouldn't do stuff like that. Any of those things, once they push those out, they, they we find out they were hacked every time song lyrics. They shouldn't post, you know, racist stuff hacked every time. It's one hacker. We'll all find out. It's like Florida man, right? It's all it's actually just one person <laughs> committing all those bizarre crimes. It's just, just like one hacker, hacker yeah. in the middle of like, like, you know, the, the desert nowhere. Only wants to focus uh, on celebrities and athletes. That's it. He's on the apology tour now. He's a, and now he's uh, sorry at Johnny Bones, his brother, orders. Um, he's he's posting historical stuff. Uh, he, the, he's, the hacker is done. Do we know it's Chandler Jones? I, I don't know. It's still pretty bad. <laughs> My man was hacked. How the heck did that person post screenshots of the GM and coach and others, and then Chandler Jones reposted that with a crying emoji. Um, you know what I want to do now? I want to be like a reverse troll because we all know he didn't get hacked. Wait, but I, he just waited. So what? somebody goes, "Own it, never apologize if you're right." Chandler Jones, thank you, Mike, for that battery. Like he's basically now walking back that he wasn't hacked. No, no, no. We have to when we know an athlete's line or we know a coach's line. Can we all just do this together? This is my. I want this to be a new trend on social media. I want to just over the top agree with them. Oh my God, Chandler, are you okay? Thank you for your bravery. I hope they find him. That's what I want. I want someone to think I'm that dumb that we believed in. No matter what athlete posts is so outrageous of a lie, I want to go the exact opposite way. Maybe they'll feel the appreciation of it because there's nobody believes you. Nobody. No, you, you, you did not get hacked. But he still, I mean, choose wisely. No more free game today. Need more contact at Johnny Bones. I believe it's a picture of Rosa Parks. I'm not positive. Uh, Drake, when when to say when? Uh, sorry at Johnny Bones. Like I don't like I'm not sure. Like it doesn't. I don't know. Can I follow up there? Did I just hear somebody within the span of a few tweets use an apology tour and used Rosa Parks and Drake? No, I don't. I'm not sure. Honestly. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know who the historical photo is. I don't. I'm. I just threw that out there. Honestly, hmm, based on the clothing, it might be. I mean, you know what? I'm, based on the clothing, I'm going to go Harriet Tubman. That's what I'm going to say. Based on the clothing, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that and then Drake. Yes. So so a a a strong historical black woman. Okay, it's interesting. All right, Chandler Jones he might be hacked again. Right. Might be hacked again. Um, He's done, right? The Raiders, maybe career. Uh, yeah. 
unless there is there is a there's such a strong movement to help with mental illness at this at this exact moment in time that if we do find out that this is some form of chemical imbalance this is something that he can work through and get better from if he I think he he could I don't think he'll ever be a Raider again. No, but maybe he gets to play in a year or two if he still got something. I I don't know, but again, that's that's him needing help, admitting he needs help, and being able to prove that all of this is part of of a of a grander illness. You can check me on these ages, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close on this. I'm gonna give you three athletes here: Russell Wilson, AJ Green, and Chandler Jones. I believe Russell Wilson's 35. AJ Green's 34 and Chandler Jones is 33. Now I bring up those three athletes because talk about different perceptions of those guys. Like AJ Green felt like he was walking out for that retirement for the Bengals in a walker because he's been struggling the past few years. Julio Jones and AJ Green are in that same recruiting class, and those guys seem like they're dinosaurs compared to Chandler Jones. And Russell Wilson's a little bit older, but he's got a huge contract he's got to finish off. Different positions, different skill sets. I understand that, but Chandler Jones is at a part of his career like you're a 33 year old pass yeah. rusher, 10 plus years in the league. They might be like, we're good. Like we're not going to pay you. We can find somebody far cheaper who can do what you well, do. Well, drafted your replacement. You just didn't yeah. have to be replaced with him. 33, 34, 35. Chandler Jones, Russell yeah, Wilson, right. AJ Green. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I hope, I hope if it, I hope he does get get help. It, it was funny. You tried to pull the hack thing though. Come on. It was like, come on, come on, come on, man. Um, <clears throat> Here's a little local flair for you. Um, I, feel, I kind of feel bad for 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 our guy. Um, Deion Lewis has um, has been arrested in Florida. Um, yesterday, two p.m. in the afternoon, he was charged with trespassing at the Hard Rock Casino. Two p.m. in the afternoon, ended up in custody until he provided a five hundred dollar bond at about midnight. Um, the <laughs> According to the Seminole Police Department, Deion Lewis was taken into custody by officers around 2 p.m. at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Tampa, after he had allegedly been unruly and belligerent. An SPD spokesperson said that Lewis had been accused of causing a disturbance and refusing to leave the premises. His mugshot on TMZ, he looks like he's feeling no pain. And he's got a smirk on his face like he knows a joke that we haven't heard yet. He he has a history of enjoying some beverages. But if you are, let's say, drunk enough that you have to be uh, charged with trespassing to get you out of the Hard Rock uh, in, in in Tampa at by 2 p.m., that's not good. Kevin Herter, Ian Anderson, Dion Lewis, we talk about really popular five, eight, ten years, local tied capital region connection athletes. There's been other players who've played Major League Baseball and had connections and on the way up. But Deion Lewis, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Here's the thing with Deion Lewis, and my experience with Deion Lewis is a little bit different than yours. We, you and I, LeVac and Goss, on the show have done our best that when we have a setting like this, eight to ten minutes with somebody, we try to reach out to those players. Hey, great game. Hey, man, awesome. We're rooting for you. We try to be the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. We hope to do that here on 95.9 and 98 Fox Sports Radio. I believe I had one conversation with Deion Lewis, and we were supposed to, during the Albany Empire, have him in the booth, I think. So, I honestly, I haven't interacted that often with Deion Lewis. 
So I can't really make a real strong take. And look, the person I get in front of me could be a completely different person outside of a studio. Any help me here. Do you have a different vibe on this? Because I don't have enough on Deion Lewis to maybe have a good take of what the future holds for him. Well, the times that I got to talk to him when we were covering the Super Bowls, he was very quiet. Yes, no. Like, I remember the one year we got to talk to him, he didn't say anything to me, and then he happened to be drawn in to an episode of Family Guy. And so I, I made a point, you know, that how you know how are you feeling? 518 says hi, blah, blah, blah. Hey, hi, guys. You know, whatever. Very pleasant, very polite, but very short-spoken. Not, uh, you know, um, do you know that you have a cameo in Family Guy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know that. No answer. Like, he was very guarded Yeah, to the point where, Years later, when I've seen him having a good time, and and when I say having a good time, you're talking about a guy who knows how to have some fun right here and myself. Um, I was kind of shocked how outgoing and friendly he was. So, and I know that he has had his history of getting in trouble with alcohol. We've it's it's well documented. Read the Times Union. Um, so I was I. It seems to me like like he he might be one of those guys, and this is speculation that. When he's when he was playing, it's football. Like we're gonna play football. We're not gonna. You're not getting sound bites out of me. You're not. I am a football player. Now that he's done playing, he's figuring out what to do next. He's like maybe he's kind of catching up on the party, and not necessarily all in the best possible way. But hopefully, nothing too serious happens. And at some point, he's only 32 with money. On your hands, yeah. time on your hands. People yeah. handle that time a lot different. You're 32 years old. You're retired, and you might have a couple million in the bank. I I can't even tell you what the stories about me would be in that scenario. And I think I'm he's single, real. right, too? He's not married? He's not dating me. I know that. So I don't know. I, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. That's I, a play big factor in it, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, hell, married, single, whatever. If I've got millions in the bank and I'm retired at 32, what's up? Let's go have some fun. Good looking dude. Having a good time on the, on the, over there at the Hard Rock. I went to that Hard Rock before. I've been there. I went with my buddies. And it's one of my buddies who he he's a smoker, so he likes using smoking a lot of that that casino. I can't imagine getting into it in that place and being able to be rolled out by two. He might have been, he might have been rolling through the night. That could have been a whole other whole other animal. He might have that, that'll be interesting. So we're, we're we're pulling for you, Dion. We we hope you we hope you get it together and, and get on your way. But uh, we're also pulling for all of you who have businesses and uh, experiences that you're trying to get bigger and better right here in the capital region, and that's why. We can't help but recommend our good friends at Elevation 10,000. Whatever it is, digital marketing, making sure that your business finds the right way to interact with people on social media, your website, and more, finding those videos. We are talking today with our bosses about how people engage in content. Maybe that's a younger audience you don't know about. Maybe they know you from your digital posts and maybe not even going into your actual store or online or your website. There are different ways that the crew at Elevation 10,000 help you connect with an audience and the apparel. I'm looking at Levac right now. Mm-hmm. Look what he's rocking. Elevation 10,000 gear. That's right. I am a model, if you know what I mean. And I shake my little tushy on the dance floor. I'm not too sexy for this shirt, though. Oh. It's a Levac and Gaz short sleeve hoodie. I have something special I wanted. And they got it made for me, and, and it's perfect. And, and it I wasn't $50. It. You didn't need a promo code. Actually, I think it was 45 Oh. But I bought it as is. Uh, <laughs> just this personal. Listen, go to Elevation10k.com. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. Top 4 4 coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with LeVac and Gaz. Yeah. 
Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, what is the fourth biggest story? I need so much more time here in the top four for this story. It's only the fourth story, but it involves the Rams head coach, Sean McVay, telling the media today that it feels like it's leaning towards a handful of teams that could be the spot where Cam Akers lands. That's the direction that we're heading. Coach McVeigh said about Cam Akers, the running back who was a healthy scratch over the weekend, a second-round pick back in 2020. Levac, the reason I say I need a little bit more time is the whole running back thing needs a full segment for the Jets and the Bills and the Giants. I want to do that later on coming up in this hour. But let me just offer up this question first. Giant Jet Bills? Huh? You calling the Rams? Somebody need to call the Rams? I think the Bills are fine. I think the, and the Jets are, are fine. The Giants probably wouldn't be a terrible idea to call because, I mean, you look at that that running back room for the Giants, even though I know um, <laughs> I know Dable said he refuses to rule out Saquon for Thursday. <laughs> quote, I'm not saying he's out yet. He's a quick healer, end quote, um, <laughs> which is cute. <laughs> it's funny. But you're talking Matt Breida, Gary Brightwell, um, Eric Gray is the rest of that running back room. Let's say Saquon is 100% healthy next week. Miracle happens. He listens to the Dolphins mating. Whatever it is, that, whatever it takes, whatever Aaron Rodgers would do to get healthy, he does it and it works. Isn't that still a better room with Cam Akers in it? Uh, yes, it is definitely a better room. I stopped myself there because I need to do this. Levac, this is a mission that I have for Thursday. Listen to Dolphins. I, I heard you say Saquon Barkley running back Thursday and just like, boom, something like a light bulb went off ahead of me. There's got to be a list of the most ridiculous running backs that have played for the New York Giants on Thursday night. Uh, this has happened. Giant fan, please let us know. Because I feel like this is like the fifth time this has happened where the starting running back for the New York Giants was hurt going into a Thursday night. How many Thursday night football games have we seen with like Andre Williams as the starting running back for the Giant? David Wilson, second time around. I'm telling you, I- I'm convinced that this is like the fourth or fifth time the Giants have gone to a Thursday night football game with a bizarre running back leading the pack of running backs. When you're listening off that names, I'm like, this has happened multiple times. So again, Giant fan, let us know on social media. I don't think I'm off on that, and I agree with your point. Cam Akers is good on any of those teams. He just, I don't know what's going on with the Rams. They just don't like them. They don't like running backs. Well, and adding him to a one-two punch with Saquon sounds pretty cool to me. Um I, like maybe it's just the Raiders stink, but it looks like the Bills running back room is fine. And if you go to social media, the Jets running back room was more than happy to let you know they're not getting enough touches as is. I would not bring another running back into that room. And one other thing to add about McVay and running backs, they paid Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley was really good. Yeah. And then his knee got hurt and they just like they're holding have, a grudge with him. Didn't them. he have like a degenerative hip or something? Yeah. Yeah, he had like a, an issue. Um I don't know. Again, it's it's just crazy to me that there's guys like Kareem Hunt. Sitting out there. There's guys like Leonard Fournette, unless, you know, he's Leonard Fatnett. This again. <laughs> like, there's those guys are sitting out there. And then a Cam Akers, like, who I imagine now that everybody knows he's available, what are you, what are you talking about? A seventh, sixth rounder for him? Yeah. Uh, let's go yeah. get him. Somebody get him. There's some positives and negatives to having only a two hour show. Now, story number three is this because sometimes you don't have to sit on stories that people feel creeped out and weirded out about there's some, some stories stories are like pointy too it's not comfortable to sit no on. it's not what i meant there some you know 
can't just use your airtime reading off lines and calling it what's on tap in the middle of the 5 o'clock. Anyways, if you want to listen to that, Apple, Spotify, iHeart is where you listen to LeVac and Goss in the 5 o'clock hour. But talking about Mel Tucker here, Michigan State. I'm glad we haven't had to do a half hour or a daily update on the Mel Tucker thing. The story now involving soon to be the former Michigan State head football coach is that Michigan State plans on firing him. Like, that's the report today. We haven't yet, but we're going to. Yeah, he has so many days to save himself, basically. I This is a weird one because he doesn't deny having an adult relationship with the woman who who's accusing him. But he says it's consensual. As a matter of fact, she actually initiated it. So it's 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 tough because if he's telling the truth, why in the world should he be punished? Um, if if he's not and he stepped over over the line and that seems to be what they believe, okay, well then he's got to go. But I just, I mean, we you and I were having this conversation at Rivers after the show. We were we were hanging out watching the one o'clock games. And I went, where is, uh, what is it, Matt Ariza, the punt god? Yeah. Where is he? Because he's been ruled innocent. Like, they literally said, not guilty. Like, you're not guilty of the charges. And I know he tried out for a couple teams, but I even said to um, a Bills fan who's a friend of mine, I'm like, what, would you want him back? No, 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 not after what he did. Well, no, he's not guilty. Nah, sorry, no thank you. Like, that guy, if he's really not guilty, his whole life, his profession's ruined. If Mel Tucker's not guilty, his profession could be ruined over this. Matt Ariza is the greatest punter I've ever seen. He did the HBO Real Sports. The charges were dropped. It's just not worth the distraction. It feels like that they can a punter might play 10 times a game. They're just not, he's the greatest punter I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, back to the Mel Tucker stuff. Whether a court of law proves it to be innocent or guilty, whether or not he's confessed to certain crimes, what is considered a crime in that spot. That stuff is kind of out of my understanding of the Michigan law and everything else. But I do want to point this out. One of the most overused terms in sports, I'm talking about like from youth sports to pro sports, is the term politics. Oh, my son or daughter got cut from the team. Politics. Yeah. Oh, my coach is not playing the son. Politics. Like everyone loves throwing the word politics around. When it comes to coaches, it feels like, LeVac, you're going to feel this one to your core because it involves John Gruden. Politics get involved, it feels like, more than ever. When a coach is getting paid a ton of money, they will find dirt, a la political world politics. John Gruden, in the hit piece, if you want to call it that, or wherever you want, where he got dumped by the Raiders. Ed Orgeron. Oh, coach, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. did not get dumped by the Raiders. He got dumped by the NFL. The Raiders wanted to keep him. I would. He actually stepped down for the Raiders. The NFL came for Gruden. That fair, was actually 100% politics. Fair, fair enough, yes. He's no longer the Raider head coach. Yes. Right. Uh, coach O. Remember all of a sudden Coach oh, yeah. O's like, oh, yeah, I know about me. Oh, the problem. Yeah. Coach O leads one of the greatest college football teams, arguably the greatest college football team of all time. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Not good the next year. You know, he's cheating on his wife. You know, he drinks a lot. Coach O's out. That's okay. Got more time to be on the beach with a with a five five hundred than on the beach with me. Mel Tucker has a big win. Probably didn't deserve the contract that fast. Still bizarre how that all happened. Uh locally. Remember when like Jimmy Patsos and all the like every day a new story was popping up involving yeah. Coach Patsos? If you're not a DK Killings fan, all of a sudden stuff was I'm not, you know, both sides, you Albany and Sienna, I'm being fair here. There are certain times, and this is not just local, like that's the new trend. If you want to coach out, start leaking stuff about him and see if you can force him out. <laughs> what what we what, hear about guys do not recommend forcing out coaches. Um no, it, it definitely well, because again, if you look at two, one of the one of the key comments that leans towards what you're saying is they are beginning the process of firing him with cause. 
because if I fire you with cause, now your contract gets torn up and I don't owe you $95 million. If I just fire you, I still have to honor at least some of your contract. So maybe it's the full 95, maybe it's 60, maybe it's 50, maybe it's whatever you don't get paid on your next job. So if I can fire you with cause though, I get to keep all the monies. Finding cause. That's you basically said it in two words. I took two minutes, but you're going the same way. Story number two involves some matchups. Let's not focus on certain teams yet. Let's talk about the Orioles and the Astros. Let's talk about the Mariners pounding down the terrible A's later tonight. That's a 940 first pitch. The Astros and Orioles continue their series at 8 o'clock Texas, 7 o'clock East Coast. You know what I mean by that, right? No, it's 8 o'clock East Coast, 7 o'clock Texas on that. Uh, Do the, you know yeah. what you mean by that? You should have seen me squinting there. I'm like, I know it's 8 o'clock in the other <laughs> Houston's in Texas right there. Phillies and Braves as well. Let's talk about the Phillies and Braves for a second here. That's the one I want to focus here on number two. Did you get an opportunity to see Kyle Schwarber's home run last night? LeVac, this was a la Albert Poolhouse versus Brad Lidge in that playoff game in Houston years ago, where I think the ball 18 years later is still going out. <laughs> Look, if Philly is not talked about, I know Philly got to the World Series last year. They got power in the lineup. They got MVPs in the lineup. Are the Philadelphia Phillies, because of their performance last night against Atlanta, maybe the most underrated team come postseason, including the American League? That's probably fair. I mean, Schwarber's got that kind of home run pop. What was it? He hit one when he was a Cub on top of the scoreboard, and they actually like encased it on top of the scoreboard for a while so that, just to keep it there. Um, no, they're definitely a very exciting team. It's just it's hard to go against the Braves. It really, really is. Like, just top to bottom, they are the team to beat. If we look back from the World Series and the Braves aren't it and the Phillies are, I'm not going to be like, that's the most shocking thing I've ever seen, but I'm going to be a little shocked. It's given me a little Padres-Dodgers vibe, you know? Like, Philadelphia got there. Atlanta's won a World Series recently. Of the last five matchups between Atlanta and Philly, division rivals, Atlanta's only taken three of five. Now, five games set. You win, but they got another game tonight. This is an impactful series for both teams, especially if somehow the playoff scenario lays out where they face off again come NLCS time for these teams. Look out for the Phillies. Look out! Story number one involves the New York teams in baseball, Boston Red Sox in baseball. The New York Mets continue their series tonight against the Miami Marlins. 641st pitch down in South Beach. The New York Yankees, they host the Toronto Blue Jays. 705 first pitch there. And the Boston Red Sox continue their series with the Texas Rangers. Our coverage gets underway at 7-10. first pitch is scheduled as the Rangers host the Red Sox. LeVac, there is still some playoff implications involving the Red Sox and Yankees, but that phrase and that setup isn't going to be said very often here for the rest of the month, I believe. As I said before, I feel like I lit a fire under the, the tuchuses of the Red Sox. They won last night. They win again tonight. Good for them. Thank you. I need the Yankees to win. I need them to win. You talked about the this big matchup in the NL. There's 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 literally three games I'm paying attention to this evening. And maybe four after the Philly Braves thing you said. Want my Yankees to win? Need the Red Sox to win. And I would not hate watching Baltimore slap around Houston. Yeah. That looks like an AL uh, championship game, man. That could be an ALCS game. Baseball midweek in September. These are your moments. Own Tuesday. Own Wednesday. Own. Maybe even own a Thursday if it ends up being a blowout. These. This is the time baseball should be a good finish to the end of the season. Uh, Levesque, my parents are in town, as I mentioned yes. uh, to you off the air. They are in town. 
and now they have my Honda Pilot. They want, <laughs> we went we we out to dinner yesterday. We were like, you could take two cars. Like, how'd, no, they no. Get, how'd they get here? <laughs> they they drove their car. And but, they left their car and took yours. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They I took their car to work today. They oh, were like, okay. oh, we got to get the grandkids around. They got to get the boys oh, around. We need okay. the car seats. I'm like, we could move the car. No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah. We'll take your pilot. That's okay. They have the pilot. They want to drive it around the Capital <laughs> Region today. So they're enjoying the ride. And hopefully, I know in the past, they've loved some Honda vehicles. Maybe they'll head over to Mohawk Honda and grab themselves a new ride. 2024s are in stock. 2024, the calendar year is just around the corner, but that doesn't mean you can't get a ride right now for the fall. Tailgate, that big game you're looking forward to. Maybe you're a baseball fan and you're going to take the road trip to a playoff baseball game. You don't want to show up and they can hear you from miles away. You don't want to have that type of vehicle. Mohawk Honda will help you find the ride we were looking for, whatever it is for your family, your budget, and more. We're going to be heading back to Mohawk Honda next week. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to be back next week at Mohawk Honda Broadcasting Live. It's going to be awesome to see all the upgrades and more that they've been doing. I love Mohawk Honda. I love when I can drive my pilot around, but if people are happy in your life, that's a good thing, too. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Hi, this is Guys trying to get everyone to go to Mohawk so I can start driving my own pilot again. Uh, coming up next, I think I can upset Gaz in under 30 seconds. It's LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. As the once great He-Man said, I have the power rankings for the no, NFL. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. Thanks to uh, David Hellman of FoxSports.com. We have the week three or going into week three NFL power rankings. Guys, they're your favorite. Let's get right into it. I hate it. I hate it, but you, you know what? It was entertaining. Nomads. I hate it. You're gonna, listen, I can tell you for one thing. There is one part of this week's power rankings. Because I watched him. He does a video of his breakdown of why he does what he does. So I watched it this week because I wanted to kind of understand it in case you had issues with anything. There is one part of his power rankings that you are going to lose your ever-loving mind over. But I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. All right, so who do you got at number one? All right, so if this is your first time at this segment, let us remind people, I'm not trying to guess his power rankings. Yes, I'm you t- are. No, no, no. I'm, no, no. I'm trying to tell you what I believe should be the power rankings of the NFL. I believe the children are our future. And this is how the team should rank. And sometimes they do these things for clicks, for to drive oh, me nuts. just get to it. Eagles. Eagles are the number one team. No, no. The Eagles in Mr. Hellman's uh, t- power rankings, are they have lost a spot. They have fallen to number three. They are the third most powerful team on his rankings. Why? They, wh- what? Really? Well, because he thinks two teams are more better than the Eagles. How dare you? You know what? Number one is, is you have to agree on number one. It's not the Eagles. Well, I do remember that last week, by the way, Philly is 2-0. I had like triple check. I'm like, I know they're 2-0. I know they're two. Last week, he had the Niners as number one. But the Niners just beat the Rams by seven, should have been 10. And honestly, they weren't very impressive in that game. Did he keep San Francisco at one? He did indeed. And don't forget, the Eagles barely beat the Patriots, and they barely beat the Vikings. So you're, the 49ers are number one. The Eagles are number three. Who you got at two? Knowing those facts, uh, who would you have it to? Would that, is that where you would have put San Fran? I would have had San Francisco at two. Mm-hmm. I would have had Philadelphia at one yeah. because Philadelphia, even though I, I can't disagree, they did barely beat the Patriots and the Vikings. 
both single-digit victories in comparison to how San Fran looked against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looked a lot better in Week 2 than Week 1. Philly has a better roster than San Fran, and I trust Jalen Hurts more. You. So I would go Philly 1, San Fran at 2. Now, who is at 3? So, uh, but this is his 2, by the way. This is his 2. Yep. Boy. Uh, Kansas City lost in Week 1, so even Kansas City did not look good against Jacksonville. Baltimore's 2-0, and but that seems like a high jump. You know who I would have it to? They're the most exciting team in the NFL right now. I would put the Miami Dolphins at number two. Nah, nah. Miami Dolphins did move up a spot in Hellman's rankings to number four. Okay, so the Goss power rankings have Eagles one, Niners two, Dolphins three. Who am I'm I shocked. missing? Yeah, I'm shocked with this one. I would have thought. You thought this would be an easy one for yeah, me? Yeah, I, I would have. Because I, I, right, I got it. I got to guess I'm here. looking at him right now. I like his top four at least. All right, Eagles one, Niners two, Dolphins three. I'll give Dallas the benefit of the doubt here. I'll put Dallas at four, but technically for him it would be two. Okay, so Hellman, San Fran, one, Dallas two. They moved up two spots. The Eagles at three, Dolphins at four. Let me offer up this question because I know there's a lot of Cowboy fans here in the Capital it's region. It's confusing with you doing yours while you okay. do this. All right, I will do it that. It is. All right, I will just... Because I'm lost now. <laughs> we both agreed that the top four teams in the NFL in no particular order are the Eagles, Niners, Dolphins, and Cowboys. I there agree with go. his order. Okay. <laughs> his order of San Fran, Dallas, Philadelphia, then Miami. I might even put Miami ahead of Philly. Because I got to tell you, I don't want to play Miami with that offense. Miami's awesome. Mike McDaniel, that whole, everything about it. The owner, give credit to the ownership too. I know like they get a little bit of heat because of the Brian Flores stuff, probably rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But they went after Tom Brady. Like, the Miami Dolphins ownership group wants it. They want a Super Bowl, which you have to admire if you're a fan of any team, that your ownership cares that much about winning a championship and bringing it to the South Beach. Let's sit on Dallas here for a second. What is it going to take for the Cowboys, for you, I'll ask you first, then I'll answer my own question, for the Cowboys to be considered the best team in the NFL this season? Um, I think what I would need is uh, stellar play out of Dak. Defense is, is, is special. Um, you you know what it comes down to for me. Realistically, I don't have any faith in Mike McCarthy. So far, so good as far as the offense goes. But I think a lot of that comes down to the defense is so good that it's forcing other teams to make mistakes, and and the offense has been okay because of it. I would have went with something along the lines of they've got to beat Philly and San Fran. That's probably the simpler answer. Your answer is much more thought over and probably a better answer than mine. Uh, but they do have those games coming up. I believe it's week four. They get San Fran. San Fran versus Dallas play coming up. So you get that matchup coming up here in a few weeks. And, of course, they're going to play the Eagles. So I'll just make it simple. If Dallas can beat Philly and beat San Francisco, and we're talking midway through the season, so what's that? Mid to late October, Dallas can be considered the best. Even if Dallas like trips up at a game in between those games, like let's say Dallas is 7-1, and one, and the defense is what it is, like awesome, explosive speed, uh, they're figuring out what the offensive line can be, which is okay. C.D. Lamb's really good. That's my take right there. Now, I guess the better question might be the follow-up to this. Do you see a possibility? Like, give me a percentage here of the chance that Dallas in mid to late October is the number one team on a power ranking, whether it be Fox Sports, Goss, you listening. Like, Do you think that can realistically happen? I think with what the, the scenario you paint of them beating the Niners and the Eagles, if they're not number one at that point, something's wrong. Here's the Cowboy Stephen A. Smith Cowboy hater, if you're not believing him at I, I that point. I think so, point. because, again, I, I believe the Niners are the best team. 
I believe the Cowboys are probably the second best team right now. At least the way that the way that defense, Micah Parsons is is the great equalizer. Like I don't care how good your team is, there is a there is a freak athlete who happens to be kind of entertaining and funny in the same who's coming for you. And he's gonna he's gonna hit your quarterback, he's gonna hit your running back, he's gonna he's gonna cover your lot your your tight end if he needs to. Guy's a freak. He's absolutely free. Someone give that cowboy defense a nickname because the Legion of Boom was really cool. The boogeyman that Patriot defense a few years ago when Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts. The Ravens and Buccaneers and Bears, Bears of the mid eighties and Ravens of the early two thousands, and then the Buccaneers that O two O three season. I wish they had a nickname. The it'd be Micah easy. Parsons Project. <laughs> Pinky to the mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> the Michael Parsons Project. Just look at that Austin Powers reference. Anyways, okay. Uh, so we got one more team that are out of the top five. Yep. Okay. Kind of. Uh, you know what? Let's do Baltimore. Nah, nah. Uh, Baltimore. He left at six. He said no change for Baltimore. He loved the way they played, um, but. He didn't in Cincinnati, blah, 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 blah. He left them at six. Mm, this uh, team fell two spaces for him. Fell. Uh, Kansas City. There you go. Yep. You got it. So that's your one. And then uh, you want to Kansas, start? Kansas City and Baltimore would be a great game. Both yeah, offenses are doing okay. I think Mahomes, just because of the high expectations we have for him, the contract we covered yesterday, everyone expects him to let Chris Jones is awesome. You know, we didn't say that yesterday. Yeah. Chris Jones did have a huge impact on that defense. I know it's going to the guy going to jump out on a box something. score. Um, They're good. And, and yeah, now that they are the Chiefs, they're they're here. I'm gonna jump around here. I'm gonna just well, give me the New Yorks. There give we go. I beat me to us. Let me just guess the New York teams here. I would guess uh, that the Bills still rank the highest of the New York teams, even though they had that Week One loss to the Jets. I would put the Bills at eleven. Nah, nah. Bills have not moved from last week, even with the win over the Raiders. They're number seven. Okay, that's fine. Uh, there were some other teams there. Uh, the Jets stunk. I would put the Jets down to like 23. They fell four spots in his rankings from 16 to 20. Here's the fun part with the Giants. Oh, All right. The Patriots are at 23. Okay, the Patriots are at 23. All right. And the Patriots, hmm, that's a, that line, by the way, is a little smelly to me this week. New England stank with the Jets coming up. Dude, stank, stank. Uh, I would say for the Giants, barely beating Arizona, although historic comeback. I would put the Giants at 20, 29. Giants up one spot from 27 to 26. Okay, so not that far off. Uh, the Buffalo one at seven is interesting because you, you mentioned they didn't even move up by winning the game, but how far up did he have them in the preseason? Did he have them as a Super Bowl contender because of New York? And remember, that's an overtime loss, too. Bill fan does feel a lot different, right? The chest is pumping out a little bit more after your Raiders took that L Levac because Bill yeah. fan was getting real nervous after that Jet loss. How can the Jet? How can the Bills be the seventh best team in the in the country? The Raiders lose them; they drop eight spots to twenty seven. That makes no sense. That's, That's a big drop. I, I know they got smacked around a little bit, but still, the AFC West isn't great right now. Is it? The Raiders were in first place at the end of Week One. Yeah. Yep. Here, here's the question for you, Dave Hellman. Of Fox Sports, who do you think he ranked 32nd? This is easy, and I'm telling you, this will be the part that gets me all riled up if he didn't put this team 32nd. I can confidently say this. It's the Carolina Panthers. They are embarrassing. That was a 
I don't even want to get started on. I don't even want to waste my breath on Carolina. I can't think of a team that stunk worse. The Saints defense might be that good. Bryce Young looks like a child out there. That offense is embarrassing. Carolina's the answer, and I don't want to hear anybody 29th. else. How? Give me the other three. Because Arizona's played good in two weeks. Arizona's played fine. He moved. He did move Arizona up two spots, 230. Arizona would beat Carolina. I'd put a yep. fat stack of money on that. Houston Texans have stayed put at 31. And the 32, the worst playing team in the NFL right now, according to David Hellman of FoxSports.com, is the Chicago Bears. No, 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 no. Wrong. This is why am I arguing about garbage? That's wrong. You are getting better at this stuff. This is the stuff I'm talking about. So Chicago, I watched that game with Tampa. It's not even the Bears. Justin Fields is a good quarterback. He's fine. He just can't read defenses. He's good at his job, except for that part of his job that he has to do. Look, Justin Fields is fast. He's a good athlete. He throws a good ball. He's accurate when he knows where he's thrown it. He just doesn't know who to throw it to. So you just fix that huge part of your game. You might be a pretty good quarterback. So you got, oh, by the way, speaking about the Bears, have you seen this clip? Another one that's up on Twitter, at Tom Guy. This has been a big Twitter day. Everyone's looking for pictures. X did, thank you. X going to give it to you. Have you seen this, that a fan pointed out that the reason the Buccaneers beat the Bears on Sunday is because the Bears ran a play and they got like a false start and hit a penalty? And then they ran the same exact play, same formation, same play. <laughs> they got another penalty. Levac, I can't make this up. Levante David, it's going viral. It's got two and a half million views. They ran the same play, Levac, three sounds, times in a row. That's you, probably like the worst team. That's yeah. horrible. Guess that's, what why the, that's why the 32nd right there. No, no, that's coaching. That's, that's not talent <laughs> on the field. It's all part of the team. It's part of the team. By the way, the third play was a pick six to win the game for the Bucs. Yeah, they ran the uh, third. What are they, Pop sounds, Warner? Sounds like 32nd to me. Here's how Goss would rank his garbage here. I'll talk in the third person. Carolina is, is the 33rd and 34th best team in the league. So Carolina's 32. Uh, mm, Houston's 31. Arizona's 29. Who did I miss there? Arizona's 29, Houston is 31, Carolina's 32. Who did I miss? Uh, you got Arizona, Chicago. Chicago, thank Chicago. you, Chicago. Chicago was 30th. Chicago's better than Carolina. Chicago's better than Houston. Yeah, well, not according to Mr. Hellman. And if you bring out the Hellman, you bring out the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he explained it. He basically pointed out the fact the way they're playing he doesn't believe in Justin Fields at all right now. He, all the he he broke down a, a million reasons why he did what he did. He also said, "I don't feel like they're going to be picking first in the draft, but at this exact moment in time, he doesn't feel like anyone's playing worse football than the Chicago Bears." Let's do this game, Jet fan. You're not going to like this, but we're going to play this game here. I'm going to give you five quarterbacks. Okay, which one of these five? Rank them. I, I Levac right. quarterback power ranking here involving the New York Jets. Right, give me okay? the five. Me here the are five. the five right now. Going into week three, not for the future, not for later. Right now, you going into Sunday with one of these five quarterbacks under center. Okay, C.J. Stroud. Okay, quarterback for the Texans. Justin Fields. Okay, Joshua Dobbs. Okay, Bryce Young. Okay, Zach Wilson. Careful. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, nothing's smelling in your house. That was our list. Nothing stinks. Don't look at your garbage. That is the top five. Rank those five. And where does the New York Jet quarterback, who might lead this team to the playoffs, Jet fan, be honest right now. Here's the list one more time. Going into week three, not for the future, 
Next week, who would you rather have in that ranking? Young, Stroud, Fields, Dobbs, or Wilson? Where is Wilson on that list? I'm going to go Justin Fields, one. I'm going to go Dobbs, two. Wilson, three. Uh, Stroud, four, and then Young, five. Ah, that's my list. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's my exact and list. I, and I, if I'm being – if I'm I'm, I might be a little overreactive right now. I probably would keep Wilson at two. I think Fields is the only one I would 100% start. But you got to admit, like, they might need to change the name on the back of that Dobbs jersey in Carolina. He might be Justin Dog because he is – he's a Dog. He's he's a guy who's gone out there and said, I may never get a chance to be a starting quarterback in the NFL again, even though he's never won a game as a start. He's 0-4 as a starting quarterback in, in his history of, of the NFL. But he is, he's he's balling. Like he's doing everything he can to win football games on a team that doesn't like to the point where somewhere in that office in Arizona, they're probably looking at each other, going, "This was the right call, shouldn't we? We brought this guy in two weeks for the season started, thinking he'd be a better tank job than Colt McCoy. Maybe we need Colt McCoy back. There's a, I totally agree with the list. I thought about maybe flipping Young and Straw, but Young did have some good throws last night when he wasn't pressured, but he's going to struggle this season. Carolina's got a mess, and Straw have just never been impressed. His worst games in his career in college always came against the best opponents, and he had multiple NFL wide receivers. His wide receivers are just as good as his NFL guys he's thrown to now. I, I did that for Jet fan because of this. Because Jet fan's been screaming to go get a quarterback, go get a quarterback. Look, there's not a lot out there. Like I, I said, Jameis Winston... We covered the Carson Wentz stuff. We're not going to mention the quarterback. He used to wear seven for the Niners. We were told not to mention politics on the show today with the Boston's meeting. So we're not going to bring up that guy. Uh, Carson Wentz is a free agent. It's Look, Zach Wilson's not great. But to think that there's somebody so significantly better out there who's already, more importantly, not on a roster already is tough to find. There's quarterbacks that are worse than Zach Wilson, Jet fan. That's what that was for for you. It could be worse. Did that feel good when that list ended for Jet fan? That was the hope, and I don't know if I no, paid off what I wanted no, for that. No, that was uh, – here, let me ask you this one. So I looked at Hellman's list real quick. Cincinnati Bengals, he has them at 16. He had them drop eight spots to 16. I'm okay with it. It might be high. The Bengals look like trash right now. It was a weird halftime situation going on on the television side for the doubleheader because – they said injury updates in the NFL, and they flashed a graphic of Saquon Barkley on the right and then Joe Burrow on the left. It's like, Joe Burrow, whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't get hurt. What's going on with the calf? Wait a second. Why is Joe Burrow on this graphic? What is, is something going on in LeVac? You've been saying it since, what, June? Like the Achilles tendon and the calf injury. This is not good. Something's not right with Burrow. I have no issues in that spot right there. And if you told me, do I think Cincinnati's going to trend up or down, I feel like the easy answer is up, like they're a top team in the AFC. But something's going on, and if Joe Burrow just shuts it down at some point, man, like, I don't, the AFC North's good. Like, Cincinnati, if you told me right now, pick one. Bengals first or last in the North, I would pick the last. Last. Uh, the way Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Baltimore's looked, I would pick betting favorite. Someone offer me up that number. Last or first for the Bengals, I'd take last. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't care for them at all at this point i have, I have zero faith in them uh all right so there's power rankings um more or less we just like to torture guys with them it, it's fun they have no <laughs> true value just ex, you know except punishment for guys i think it was a learning experience for everybody giant fan bill fan jet fan i think everyone learned today
What did you learn? Um, well, all right. Well, what did you learn? I learned that Lillian David Feinjuice is, is the place for you at the shops of Wilton. I need more details of what happened yesterday because both of my parents did, as I thought they would, stopped over to Wilton, New York, the shops of Wilton, Lillian David Fine Jewelers. They're celebrating their anniversary starting tomorrow. They're off to Canada. Quebec, they're going to be celebrating in Canada. Uh, they talked to David. They talked to G for a while. <laughs> Let me tell you, they learned a lot. So if you have maybe not a lot of experience in the jewelry business, and I'm talking about you as a shopper, Head to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They will help you. They helped my dad yesterday. All the details, probably more than they needed over there. <laughs> but he got my wife. My wife. Oh, my Ooh. God. All right. Lay on this couch. Freud wants to talk to you, buddy. I've gotten my <laughs> wife, my engagement ring and wedding band. He got my mom Gaz an anniversary gift. Mommy. An anniversary gift. Gaz wants to marry his mommy. It's Lily and David Fine Jewelers, <laughs> where they can help you find something that can change your life forever, whether it's that engagement ring, that wedding band, or now into a microphone in front of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, embarrassing yourself with one of the worst slips you've ever had in the history of your radio career. <laughs> Alyssa, I don't know what just happened there, but please, if for any reason other than me having that slip, go to Lily and David Fine Jewelers and buy an engagement ring, a wedding band, and support a family-owned and operated business at the Shops of Wilton. All right. Uh, Share we- Gaz's story, whatever that is now. You're concerned with me. Play of the day. Please and, hurry. And, and some, uh, will the running backs ever get paid coming up next on LeVac and Oedipus on Fox Sports Radio <laughs> 95.9 and 980? It's Van Goss for USX Pest Control. You're going to want to go to USXPest.com. Get the free inspection set up. Get it all underway right now because as the seasons change, so do the threats from the pests. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you get the bats in the attic, you get the mice in the basement, in the garage, you get the insects. You get I, I always notice when the weather changes a lot, I get a spider like infestation. Like all of a sudden, there's spiders in my house because the weather changed. So they, oh, the attic's cold. Let's go downstairs. Like I think that's this what happens. Yeah, with the weather changing, there's also some people who in this month in September it feels like like to take a little bit more time off of work. Maybe you've started a school year and you can't resist taking time off. You're already doing it right now. Maybe you've got kids at school and they got a little bit of a cough and all of a sudden you have to take a day off. Or you just want to watch The Price is Right. I don't know what you mm-hmm. want to do. Listen to LeVac and Gosling on demand, Apple, Spotify, and iHeart. But if you have some time off here in September, make it a productive day. Call USX Pest Control and tell the wife, tell your friends, your neighbors, hey! I called USX Pest Control. My house is clean now. They took care of me. I heard LeVac and Goss tell me about the free inspection, and my house is set for the rest of the year. I do enjoy the, the you know, keeping up with the Jones aspect of the USX truck pulling up. I like to look at my neighbor and go, ha, nice bees nest, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I've got USX Pest because I went to USXPest.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I have to admit, LeVac, that uh, that voice did sound familiar. I don't know where I'd heard that before. It sounded like a celebrity. He hasn't, uh, you never know. You never, never know. Never know how it's going to go. Um, speaking of people with money, will running backs ever be those people? I mean, look at what we're dealing with right now. Saquon Barkley... The, the, the smart people are telling us it's going to be like four weeks that he's going to be out. Nick Chubb, I mean, this this injury that we've now seen, because even though you know ESPN, ABC, Disney, they decided like, hey, we're not going to really show that, it found its way to the internet very quickly, as a matter of fact. 
Like that's pretty horrific looking. He he already had a catastrophic knee injury when he was in college. But these are the guys like that you were kind of rallying around to say why aren't these guys being paid, you know, the equivalent of the playmaking wide receiver, the playmaking this, the playmaking that. And now they're banged up. Bad. So like I I have to say my humble opinion is the system as it is the five or four year running back first contract followed by one to two franchise tags for the very best ain't going nowhere. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I'm discouraged. All summer long, I was pro running back because it's a fun position. I enjoy watching those guys take off. There's the believability of if you're playing football in your backyard, you're either going to be the quarterback or the running back. Sure, maybe the wide receiver, but there's something cool about scoring the touchdown as the running back, how I grew up. I'm going to add to that, LeVac, by the way. You mentioned some of those star running backs. So, Eckler, Saquon, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, all out for about a month plus. Cam Akers, where do you put him in the ranks of running backs? Maybe top 25, top 30? The Rams didn't even activate him this past week. Well, they want to get rid of him. They want to get rid of He's him. He's available. Second, second year in a row they did that. Oh, by the way, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison. A lot of this is coming from social media and X. I want to give love to the guy who pointed this out from Football Guys. Ben from Football Guys had that tweet of, all those running backs, I just said that last group of seven, stink this year. Like, that guy gets two weeks, but, like, statistically, they haven't been good. So, injuries, availability, production, I can't make a good case sitting here that a running back should be paid higher, more. Did you see the rumor floating around about this lawsuit with the NFL and NFLPA? No. I got to give credit to you because you sniffed this one out in August. There's a rumor floating around. Some have confirmed it. Other sources have yet to report it. That there's a lawsuit that the NFLPA had recommended to running backs to extend their injuries. Well, Levac has said you that. Know, you know what's the best thing to do? Yeah, you know what I mean by that soft <laughs> tissue and more is what yeah. you said all summer long about right. Josh Jacobs. Yep. Oh, and 100. percent And right now, Josh Jacobs says everything's water under the bridge. Whatever, but minus nine yards against the Bills, which I think primarily was because he didn't go to training camp. Um, but you know the best thing to do is when you accuse your employers of collusion by them saying like we're not going to pay running backs, we're not going to do this, right? To collude against them. That's usually that's the best way to win that fight. You know, don't don't do your job. Don't honor the contract. Don't fight the good fight. Don't don't sue for unfair work environment or any. Don't do any of those things. Just collude against your employer. Get have your union begin a conversation behind the scenes with all your coworkers who work the same position as you to all fake injuries. That's what you should do. I sense a bit of sarcasm there. You smell that? It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty thick in here right now. Sorry about that. Uh, but, I mean, seriously, like, you, you, you're trying to say the league colludes against running backs, which, by the way, all they're doing is using the collective bargaining agreement y'all signed, and, they, and they're using it. And, look, I, I don't feel good for running backs. Like, like, you know, I'm glad Saquon – let's say Saquon doesn't come back. I'm glad he's got $10 million. I'm glad he's got that. You know what I mean? Like Jacob, same thing. I, they've got ten million now. I'm glad. Like, dude, give me a ten million dollar cushion to leave here right now. I will. I'll break my knee. I will do it right now for ten million dollars. <laughs> um, I just, I just don't. It's the business model that you agreed to. You and your peers signed this model. You agreed to it. You didn't see how it was being used against you. And and that I feel bad for you. 
But at the same time, it's it was collectively bargained. And the new CBA, the only person it really, really protects is the quarterback. But everybody else, you're you run the risk of this, especially any first rounder, you run the risk of four years with a fifth year option and then two franchise tags. You run that risk. Seven years. And major league baseball players are like, oh no, they control your rights for seven years. I feel so bad for you. Oh no. Feels like 50 for baseball. But like this is the deal. And now again, I thought it'd be player by player. You know, I thought if if I'm Josh Jacobs and I'm ticked off at the Raiders, if I'm Saquon Barkley and I'm ticked off at the Giants, and I tweak a hammy and I go, Well, they don't care about me. I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna come back. I could probably rehab this, be back in a week or two. Yeah, four sounds good. That's what, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thought, but I didn't think there was going to be, like, the head of the union going, hey, everybody, don't rush on the rehab for the soft tissue running backs. Like, oh, you can't do that. Also, the idea, and we'll use an example that's going on in the entertainment world right now. Like, the writers are on strike. And the whole core, the whole premise of a strike is to make sure to show to your uh, employer that without our service, you cannot complete your business. Hey, right. without us as writers for television shows. You undervalue what we do. Exactly. Now, I've been occasionally following it. It doesn't seem like a lot of networks are hurting right now. It, it just doesn't. Like, you know, cable television, the whole idea of that might be a whole show in itself. But they just flipped on Monday Night Football at ABC. They're going to do some numbers on that. They got enough reality shows and Yellowstone and the challenge. They got some stuff in the can. They got Netflix and streaming. It's going to be a battle for that strike. And I bring up the strike because the hope is that, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, no, 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 you need us. Like, eventually when we come back from this, we will have more money. And if we say the running backs say, hey, we're going to sit out a little extra, but don't worry, we're going to show you how important we are. I don't think the return when the running back returns is going to be what it hopes for. Because Melvin Gordon tried this. Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell tried this. Mm-hmm. 0 for 2. I don't know if any of these teams, the Giants chart, no. Like, I don't buy that the Giants and Chargers are going to throw money at Eckler or Saquon the minute they come back. No. I, I mean, not only are they not going to do it, now, if if I'm the front office of the Giants, if I'm the front office of the Chargers, I feel vindicated. I told you what was going to happen, and it happened. It's a violent position. So, so now, because I gave you a smart deal, and again— it's very difficult for me personally to feel sorry for somebody with a guaranteed $10 million deal for one year. It's calling me crazy. I have now freed up money to bring in someone to fill your role while you're out. Are they going to be Saquon Barkley? No, they're not. Are they going to be Austin Eckler? Nope, sorry, not going to be the deal. However, I'm going to be able to, to soldier on and get a better possible play. Maybe I can go get a Kareem Hunt, a Leonard Fournette, or, you know, take on the salary of a Cam Akers. You know, I can do these things because I valued a position based on the best ability, availability. And you got to figure out those guys who are very productive in their careers, are they going to get undercutted by a younger running back who has an agent that says whatever the minimum is will do? Well, you're not as good as Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette. Don't care. Put me in the right offense. I can produce for you. Sean Tucker's an undrafted player. He's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I could run through rosters of guys who are undrafted six-rounders who are on teams. Deuce Vaughn, it's a little different because of his dance connection and everything else, but a really good player at Kansas State. 
they're willing to go sixth, seventh undrafted guys off the street, maybe even more so than a veteran who's been productive. I want to add to this, too, about the New York connection, because we we focus on Saquon. I don't mean to pick on Saquon and Eckler there. They're just headlined running backs who have been injured, who have been talked about this summer, who may or may not rush back. But if you're a Jet fan or a Bill fan, I know the sample size is small, but it's hard for me to make a really good case today that you feel good about the moves of Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook for the Jets and James Cook for the Bills. Now, Brees Hall got hurt, but he hasn't been what you hoped. Dalvin Cook's only been there for two games. He had like a zero in fantasy. And Dalvin Cook's had a nice career. But as of right now, two weeks in, and Brees Hall a little further, bad moves for the Jets. Those ha- They haven't produced for the Bills. James Cook was okay in week one. Latavius Murray, 33-year-old Latavius Murray, who's been in the league for 10-plus years, is the one getting goal-line touches against your Raiders, his former team. Maybe that played into that. But, like, Levesque, I can't even... Saquon gets all the attention for the New York teams, but the Jets and Bills are in this discussion, too. Because right now, I can't make a good case that Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, or James Cook was the right move in their backfield, and they thought they got it right. James Cook looks like a smart move, but he's also cheap. You know, Dalvin Cook, you paid a lot of money. He didn't look special. Uh, Brees Hall's coming back from an injury. He's mad he didn't get enough touches. I get all that, whatever. But it is, it's it's also one of those things where, as a fan, I feel like you have to be careful what you wish for if you're championing the cause of the running back. Because as we champion the cause of the wide receiver, when we champion the cause of the quarterback, we have taken away a lot of the physicality of this game already. If you If you start championing the cause of the running back, you may take away so much physicality from this game that it doesn't even resemble the game you fell in love with when you started watching tackle football. Now, Emma, you have to decide for yourself if that's worth it. Me, personally, I'm going to sit here with my mouth shut and watch football because that's what I love, watching football. And, you know, you get hazard pay for certain jobs. It It's difficult, again, for me to go, do you got $10 million this year? You know, like, and, and as you drag your number up, it's going to drag everybody else's number up. It's not going to happen overnight. You got to show more availability, too, which at this point isn't really there because you're going to get hurt. And quarterback's the only the only position on the, on the field, which it, it, honestly, that has the same, you know, one person effect on, on the game. And they're protected because they're the face of the team. You you get hurt. It's obvious. Like when when a star running back gets hurt, it's obvious. As good as Ford looked last night for Cleveland after the, you lost Nick Chubb, he still wasn't Chubb. You know, um, you're you're going to see a very obvious drop off in the Giants' backfield this week. I don't want to say who it was on Twitter, DJ, but <clears throat> I, I saw your tweet, DJ. Within 30 minutes of DJ sending off the tweet to us that said, I believe you were tagged in it as well, that said, is Nick Chubb a Hall of Famer? Because Nick Chubb was pacing yardage-wise and how we view running backs and what the future is of the running back position is, this guy's been just as good as anybody during his career at the running back position. One hit. Career might be over. I mean, it's the same reconstructed knee he had back in 2015, 2016, somewhere in that spot. Like, how we view running backs. Is it going to be weird 10 years from now, how we look at a Derrick Henry and be like, oh, my God, he did what? Yeah. Uh, even like guys like Corey Dillon and Fred Taylor, who aren't in the Hall of Fame or maybe not recognized as great running backs, you're going to look at their numbers and be like, he did what? Yeah. And we may review some of these guys as history progresses of how effective they were. And the, the flip side of that is how we're going to view wide receivers. 
Like, are we going to look at a Justin Jefferson and believe his stats have been inflated? Uh, guys like Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Mike Evans, Reggie Wayne. Well, I don't know. Everyone, he puts up those good numbers. No, no, no. In his era, that was yeah. really good putting up those numbers. And, and yeah, I mean, you look at what, what you can get away with covering a Jerry Rice versus what you can get away with covering a Justin Jefferson. Very different. Very, very, very different. It, it's it, Listen, I love the NFL. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. I love I love that we get to do the live show every Sunday, 11 to 1, inside Van Slicks over at Rivers. I, I love that we do fantasy versus reality, you know, all these things. I love them all. It's, it's great. Is it perfect? No, it's not. Um, if I had a son and my son said, Dad, I want to be a running back in the NFL, would I say, have you considered tight end? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> would, I, would I say, do you think you could be a wide receiver? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Would I go look at him one more time and go, how's the throwing arm? Hey, Jared Verse was a running back. He went to right. defensive end, and right. he might be a top 10 pick. Right. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, or, you know, hey, how about pitching in baseball? Any of these things? Any of these, and then, if they, yes, I want to be a running back. I realize the risk. Okay, rock and roll. Let's go. Do those squats. Get it rolling. But I think you will see. You'll definitely see people start to kind of kind of get away from the running back position. But at the same time, if I told you the thing you're greatest at, is running the football in the NFL. And for that, you will be paid less than the quarterback, the wide receiver, the defensive end, some of the linemen, all these things. You'll be paid less than those guys, but you're still going to be a millionaire when it's over. I don't know a lot of people don't go, okay, cool, I'm in. I'm in. I, I hear they're doing great things with reconstructed knees nowadays. So I, it's just, it stinks, and it's it's the timing of these injuries is pretty terrible. Because we're in the middle of this discussion, and why aren't the running backs paid more? And some of the biggest names, I, you know, two of the best running backs in the world, are now missing time. So it's, it's it it definitely could be, better. not a dream scenario, if you will. In no, a, in a grave sleep center in Boston Spa is though. Sorry, I had to do it. Force, no, force transition. Well, I, go go ahead and talk about our friends. No, there. go ahead, go ahead. What do you want? You Don't know? forget about our play of the day. That's all I'm saying. I've got the play of the day. I've got it. I want to tell you about the Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Uh, 518-885-6185. That might be the play of the day for a lot of people. Like, if you snore or if you're sick of getting yelled at for snoring, you're not sure if you have sleep apnea, but you never f- feel fully rested, Dr. and the team are going to take great care of you. Like, they did me. I mean, I went in there, and I, I love Lorian to death. She's one of the sweetest women in the world. She loves to tell everybody when I walk in there now, but when our Jeffrey first came to us... <laughs> He just looked gray. He didn't have any energy. He didn't have the same vibrance he has now. Look at him now. Look at the color. In his look skin. at him. You look at Jeffrey. <laughs> Our Jeffrey. And uh, and she's right. I just like I was like I'm the captain now. Yeah, she is. And and, and I, I I I willfully admit that. But like it's just funny because it's true and there's video to prove it. But at the same time, it's like listen, man. Some of them are girls. Don't tell them how gray I was. But no, it, it's just it has been a life changing uh, situation for me. I knew I'd never do the mask. I, if it works for you, fantastic. It doesn't. It didn't. It would never have worked for me. Mouthpiece works for me. Keeps the airway open. Sleeping great. Traveling easy. Everything is a, is a little bit easier for you when you get good sleep. Doctor Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Balls and Smile. Help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. My play of the day is to jump on Oregon now because the number is going to go up. And what I'm telling you right now is I feel as though when they put this, they open this game. At 20 and a half points, Oregon favored over Colorado. 
they did that knowing that people were going to bet Colorado anyway. They put that number out there because they are they're very comfortable with you betting on Colorado. The the fans, the public are going to go nuts on Colorado. It's already up to 21 and a half for Oregon. So it is happening. We're getting getting some love. They're not afraid. Without Hunter, without all these things, Colorado is going to get beat down by Oregon. Jump on the numbers early as you can. If you want to hear about the popularity of Colorado, head over to at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-U-Z-Z on Twitter. I'll just, a little spoiler alert. 8.3 million people were watching that game at 2.30 in the morning Eastern time. It's mm. 1 million more people than any other time during any other broadcast of a college football game this season. That's how popular. They put up a 9-3 on a 10 o'clock kickoff. And it's, it's unbelievable. And it's only going to, like, people who don't even know college football now are going to be betting on Colorado because of Prime. Get Oregon now while you can. A little two-bet parlay to close this one out. I'm taking the Washington Nationals money line tonight, minus 15. Jackson Rutledge, I almost took last week midweek. 24-year-old, Nationals are trying to find the future. They've always been good at finding pitchers. They think Rutledge could be one of those guys. Problem is, right now, if you want to Google Jackson Rutledge, it says his ERA is over 17. Woo! 0-1, 17-plus ERA. Some people are going to get scared of that. That's okay. He's not that bad. Hot take, guys. He's not as bad as a 17 ERA. Take the Nationals. I bet up 3-0 this year, by the way, betting the Nationals. I'm just betting garbage, but it's been paying off for me. And second play, tomorrow you and I are bumped, maybe, by Red Sox baseball. Red Sox take on the Rangers. Our coverage gets away at 105. 205 first pitch for a midweek Red Sox-Ranger game. I'm feeling the over tomorrow. Like a nine and a half, I believe it's going to open at. Get the over in that one. We could or we could not join you tomorrow. We'll definitely be there Thursday. Might get a podcast exclusive. Who knows what's going to happen on tomorrow's show? I make no promises. Save one. I will talk to you at some point this week. Slovak guys, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.